People's faith needs to understand that it brings a breakthrough for your lives when you believe, when you trust God, when you take him at his word. But let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, if you would please. Two verses, 17 and 18. When you say, when you're there, say amen. amen. And the apostle Paul states here, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceedingly and eternal weight of glory. Can I tell you, glory has weight to it? Amen. Just like gravitation has a pull. Glory has a pull, has weight, is pulling us upward. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Touch your neighbor and says, we're, heading, we're going to head out of here. Amen. One day, pretty soon, the gravitation of this earth is going to let go, and we're out of here. That's called the rapture. Mm, let me say this. That's called the rapture. I believe what he said. He's coming back. Mm, glory to God. But verse 18, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Go down to the next chapter of this same book, verse 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Say that with me if you would, please. We walk by faith, not by sight. Touch your neighbor, says that's our walk. And you may be seated. I put a title to this message and you'll find out exactly where I'm coming from as the message continues on. The sound of abundance. The sound of abundance. I want to jump ahead of the message, but I won't. I want to lay some groundwork. The Christian walk is walking by faith. How many walks by faith? If you walk by sight, you're going to stumble. As what Paul said, we walk by faith, not by sight. Sight takes us out of the realm of faith because the sight always uses some senses. Walking by faith, we do not let what we see, in other words, dominate or defeat us. That's an amen spot. Let me say amen on that one. Walking by faith, we do not let what we see Dominate us or defeat us. Sometimes it looks pretty bad if you look on the outward. Look on this. But when God is speaking, let me jump just a little ahead of this way. Heaven is not talking defeat. Heaven is not talking about lack. Heaven is not talking says we don't have the answers. Oh, thank God. I don't walk by sight, but I walk by faith. People of faith hear the promises of God. Aren't you glad you can hear God? We are hearing here is a greater than what we see. And that's what you must look at. Emotions sometimes come in light because look what you're seeing. Worry comes when you see things. Well, be careful, be careful. And I, I hear that a lot. Just be careful when you go. I understand what you're saying. And they're just coming in. But when you are trusting in God and you do what God says, he's going to take care of his own. Amen. Amen. The definition of faith in one aspect, it's according to the word, is 
It's not what we see, but it's what we hear. Aren't you glad we can hear the word of God? Yes. When Jesus cursed the fig tree, when he was with the disciples, they come up on a fig tree, didn't produce fruit. Jesus cursed it. After he cursed it, it was still looking like it was alive. I can imagine what the disciples were thinking. Well, that didn't work. How many ever prayed for something and he says, well, that didn't work. It's not coming to pass. But 24 hours later, they came back by that fig tree. What happened? The Bible says from the roots, it dried up. If you were just looking on the outside and you're thinking, it's not working, prayer's not working. I'm sure they were thinking, well, Jesus, it didn't work. But when they come back, they, they talk to him. That's the tree you spoke to. That's the tree that you was talking to. Look at it now. Jesus knew what he was doing. Jesus understood what he was speaking. When Jesus spoke to the fig tree and prayed, it looked like nothing was happening. But when Jesus prayed, he was speaking into the invisible. Didn't we just read a scripture? And what did it say? He says, while we do not look on things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. It may look like all hell's breaking loose. It may look like everything's drying up. It may look like your kids are going on a rampage, but you need to see what the word of God says and hear what he's saying to you. This is how faith works. It looks at something that has nothing and it seems like it's not happening. But something is happening. You got to believe that. If you constantly question, then do you really trust God? That's something that we must understand. As I was looking and ministering last week on, and as I was looking at this, and I still got my cord. I got one at home. I got one here. I keep it around. Thank God for the cord. I ain't going to let it go. I see the window of opportunity before me. I see what that prostitute was seeing. Rahab, she's seen in the future. She took the words that those spies said. When God's speaking to you, it's not something that he just said off the side. He wants you to believe what he says. His word is true. His word is genuine. It's full of clarity. He will do what he said he will do. Can I say it again? Hear his word. It's not by sight, but it's by walking by faith. Mm, I got to slow down a bit. Still laying the groundwork. Mm, I'm excited because I hear the sound of abundance that God's giving. Faith is willing to walk sometimes off of the map, not even having answers. Sometimes we want answers. Sometimes we want to know what's going on, what's happening in our lives. But you move by faith. Aren't you glad you can move by faith? Not by what you see. The Bible reads that Abraham, when he went out, he was not knowing where he was going. But he heard God speak to him. Get out of your country. Get away from your family. Get away from those. Because I'm taking you to a place that I'm building. 
He looked for a place that God was building. Didn't know where it was at. Didn't know how to go. He just followed God's word. And sometimes with faith, you're stepping out in areas. Say, God, I've never been by this way again. That's where faith is. Amen. Sometimes you step in and say, well, God, I don't have money in the bank to do what you called me to do. I can't really sell it. That's faith. If you had it, then you wouldn't have need of faith. Most want to know every question answered before they move, though. I see things happening in the spirit, and I'm telling you right now, I'm seeing abundance that God's speaking from heaven. I'm seeing God say, I'm going to fill every seat to the overflowing. As a matter of fact, you got a few seats, that's not enough. I'm seeing that in my spirit. I'm seeing that, and I'm confessing it right unto you. God says, There's a sound of abundance. We must understand what He says. Heaven's not bankrupt. <laughs> There's no sick in heaven. Why can't you believe what he says? Jesus took those stripes for our healing, that we may be healed emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually, the total man. That's faith. The Bible says in Hebrews, God can't even be pleased without faith. God can't be pleased without faith. You can't please God. You can live this certain way, but until you believe him. This tells me, see, Abraham was in an area that there was many gods. I can imagine him coming home telling his wife, says, well, God spoke to me, and she probably says, which God? That was the area that he lived in. He said, the one true God. We're leaving. Pack up. Wives, how would you like to do that? Your husband comes and says, God says, let's move. Wait a minute. I need to know the answers. Where are we moving to? I can't tell you that, but we're just going to pack up and move. I, gotta, I went ahead and got me a U-Haul. We're leaving. Are you ready to go, honey? She didn't say amen. <laughs> she says, I want the answers first. You know what sometimes this tells me when God says, believe me? It means it, there's some requirements, and it asks sometimes of risk-taking. When faith comes in line, you've got to take a little bit of risks. Sometimes it requires you to step into areas you've never been before. To go where you've never gone before requires you to do what you've never done before. And sometimes God's asking you, to, God, this is out of my comfort zone. This is out of the norm. I've never been trained this way. I've never gone this way. That's where faith comes in. Trust God. I'm hearing the sound of abundance that God is saying, I have more than what you have right now. And I want you to step in and believe me. In other words, don't let what you see hinder what heaven is saying. In Revelation chapters 2 and 3, it says this, seven times he spoke to the churches then, but I truly believe it's church ages. He said, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And I truly believe he's speaking today. He's speaking to this church. He's speaking to you right now. He says, I've called you to a higher calling. I've got some great things. It's not in your job. It's not in your relationships, but it's in me. And that's where it's at. Not saying those things are bad. I'm just saying that God says this. In Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So faith then comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by what? The word of God. The word of God. Faith is not by sight, but it's by hearing. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. 
Hearing what he wants you to have in your life. What you hear from God will determine how you overcome. What you hear will determine how you overcome. But there's not too many people like to get their Bible out during the week and listen to what God has to say. This is the way God speaks. Then he speaks to his spirit, which confirms it. Thank God for his word. I dig into it every day as much as I can to find out what God's speaking to me today. There's a story in the, the Bible of David in 2 Samuel and 1 Chronicles. He was king over Israel and Judah, and he was facing some obstacles, the Philistines. It's like us facing the devil today. And he's seen the army coming, and he's looked at his men. He says, I don't got enough. He inquired of the Lord. In verse 23 of 2 Samuel chapter 5, he says, Therefore David inquired of the Lord, and he said, You shall not go up, circle around behind them, and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. Verse 24 brings some very good clarity what God was saying. And it shall be when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly. For then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. You know what he was saying? You can't look at the sight. You can't look how big the army is. You can't look at the circumstance. You can't look and say, woe is me. You can't look and say, the doctor said there's no hope. But with God, there's all things that's, that's possible. Amen. We must understand, God was telling David, you can't look at the army because I know how to defeat them. I know how to overcome them. Now hide in the mulberry bush. Hide in the mulberry trees. Mulberry trees are not very big. That means he had to get on his face. Get down deep. He says, but I want you to listen. Listen. You know what I truly believe it was? The army of heaven, the angels in the chariots that was kind of letting the wind blow. Saying, I'm going before you. I'm going to give you the victory. But you've got to listen. You've got to listen. And when it happens, that's the time you step out. You will win the victory. Amen. See, God wants to go before us. But sometimes we always are in a moving mode. And God says, wait on me. See what is it? Then I will give you the victory if you hear the things that I'm speaking. Can you imagine David on his knees listening? I can imagine his men wanting to talk. Shut up. <laughs> There's things that happen around you. You just want to say, shut up. I want to listen to God. Get along with him. Pardon me, people don't want to do that. You want to just shout it to the devil? Enough. I want to listen to God. When David saw the old overwhelming army, he went to the Lord. That was his first instruction he got from God. This is what I'm going to give you. That's unusual. God says, just wait. In other words, what he was saying, I don't want you to focus on the army. I want you to focus on my word. Listen for the wind. Then when you hear that sound of the angels, I'll give you victory. There's another story we want to see from the scripture, and I want you to turn there. 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18. 
Go down to verse 41. Israel had been in a drought for a number of years and things were happening. And God was using Elijah, the prophet, to speak to the king. And something was getting ready to take place. But let's read what took place. It says in verse 41, Then Elijah said to Ahab, Go up and eat and drink, for there is the sound. Said the sound. Sound. Say the sound. the sound. One more time, the sound. The sound. Say, I hear. Oh, uh, what did he say? I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Now, the rain was what they needed at the time. They desperately needed rain. They desperately needed something to bring some prosperity in their lives. They were in a drought. Everything was drying up. But let's read on. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees and said to his servant, Go up now, look towards the sea. So he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And seven times he said, Go again. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, There is a cloud as small as a man's hand, rising out of the sea. So he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black and the, with clouds and wind, and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. I want to show you the victory that took place. The drought was ending. Thank God. If Elijah had gone by his scene, he would have seen things drying up. How many has ever gone to church and you see things drying up? You see, people that used to move, they don't move. You go to church and they says, that used to be a lively church. Now it's dead. We must just give up and just not go to church no more. You know what Elijah did? And that's something we must understand. He went and got his face on. He got his face down to the ground in between his knees and started seeking the Lord. But he heard something even before it rained. He told Ahab, I hear there is a sound in my ears, in my spirit. Already God has prepared something that is going to take place. You need to get ready. And I'm telling you here this morning, you need to get ready. There's an abundance that heaven is saying that's going to happen to his church, through his church to reach the world. There's a sound of abundance that's coming, church. Yeah. Heaven is not saying it's time to defeat because God is in control. There is no lack in heaven. Everything that heaven has, we have. That's what the word of God says. Amen. That's my inheritance because of the cross of Jesus Christ and what he did. He said it is finished. Now I inherit all good things. Yes. We need to wake ourselves up. I hear what heaven's saying. It belongs to me. Yes. I'm sure if he looked around, he said, everything's gone. There's nothing left. But he went and went to a place secluded 
from everybody else. He already had a victory. And now he says, now the drought's going to end. If he would have went by what he saw, if you go by what you see, maybe your kids are in doing, going down a path that they shouldn't go. And all you see is heartache. And you've been crying and crying. Maybe you have gone through some issues and areas in your life and you've had some things that's happening in your life and all you can feel is the emotions of it. But God is speaking to you. I've got something greater. I've got that window of opportunity waiting for you. I've got some things for you. But he heard something that was contradicting what he saw. Let me say it again. He heard something that was contradicting what he saw. Yes. Oh, you ain't got it yet. Let me speak to this side here. He heard. He heard. That was contradicting what he saw. Yes. Let me speak to this side now. He heard. Say, he heard. He heard. What have you been hearing? Yes. Yes, <laughs> what have you been listening to? Maybe it's the wrong voices. You need to start listening to God. You need to take him at his word. Take him at his word. I'm more than a conqueror. Elijah was seeing something in his spirit. He was hearing it. He wasn't in the natural at this point. He said, I told his servant, now go check it out. The servant, I'm sure he was getting tired going back and forth. First six times, he said, I don't see nothing. I'm sure he wanted to say, why do you keep sending me? <laughs> but you know what he was saying? <laughs> you need to catch a hold of this. The seventh time is God's number of completion. Amen. Sixth time was the number of man, a number of flesh. You need to move out of the flesh. Yes. He was telling his servant, move out of the flesh. Move out of the things you're looking at naturally and move into my spirit and see what I have for you. The sound that you're hearing is abundance. The sound that I have from heaven is abundance. It's not something that is lack. It's not something that you do without, but it's something I have for every single one of us. I've never yet seen the righteous forsaking or begging for bread. You may be in a drought, but God says, I want to bring you out. That's pretty good. Thank you, Lord. You may be in a dry spot, but God says, I got a refreshing for you. But you got to get out of the flesh. See, faith looks at defined circumstances like defeat. Like saying, I want to give up. What's the use? Can you imagine what heaven is saying? Why are you talking like that? Can you imagine what God is saying in heaven? I've got it all in control. I hear an abundance. Am I going to listen to fear and worry? Or am I going to listen to what God says? That's the bottom line. Am I going to listen to what God has to say about the situations and the things I'm facing? Or am I going to listen to the fear and worry? Right. <laughs> we pray for people. And after we get through praying, says, oh, well, I don't know. I got to go back to the doctor. And he may not tell me. He's a good thing. You know what? You didn't believe anything what we pray for. Amen. You didn't believe what God says about the situation. I've been praying about this job, and I don't know if God's going to open it or not. And we pray for your job. You just say, God, you give me the job that I need. And God will give it to you. God's got streets of gold. God's got, and he owns a cattle of a thousand hills. He owns all the hills. 
And we worry about so many little things and we need to take him at his word, church. The prophet was hearing something in his spirit. I hear the sound of abundance. I hear the sound of abundance. Here, you say it with me. I hear the sound of abundance. Would you guys like to have this? Say this with me. I hear the sound of abundance. Let's say it together. I hear the sound of abundance. I hear the sound of abundance. He was not watching the famine. He was hearing abundance. He did not just look at one time. He says, I'm staying here till God answers. Because I know that I know that I know what he is going to do. Praise God for that. Sound of abundance. I truly believe in these last days, God's going to pour out. Say pour out. out. It didn't actually say that. He was going to pour out. And I truly believe that I hear the sound of abundance. He's going to pour out through his Holy Spirit. Abundance. Praise God for that. There was a gentleman that in England, he was with the Assemblies of God. And he was over at the Assemblies of God College there in England. He was a dean. And there was a church up the road that was getting ready to lose their building. They didn't have enough people coming. Things kind of got into a, an area that they didn't have a lot coming in. And they owed quite a bit on the church building. And they called for him, the elders. And so this is what we're facing. Is there any way maybe your college can help? All of a sudden, he heard from heaven while he was sitting there. He goes, it'll be paid for. They looked at him. They went back and told the congregation after he left. He said, he said, it's going to be paid for. All of a sudden, rejoicing started happening. The church started filling up. He went back and told his college. And he told the college, he says, we're going to pay that building off for them. They were in a tight squeeze as it was. He told the board. He told the college. They got excited and said, we must have extra money somewhere. They was looking on the natural. He was operating by faith. He would go back to his room, go to sleep. As time went on, nothing was happening. Day after day, well, the mortgage note was coming due. The church board comes and says, well, you got the money yet? It'll be here. It'll be here. And all of a sudden, Two or three months went by. Pretty soon he went and he was sitting there in the cafeteria of the college. Everybody was looking at him. You said it was going to be paid for. Eventually, six months went by. And they were looking at him. They were doubting at this point in time because they were looking at the natural. Do you got the money yet? It's not here yet. It'll be here. The night before the note was due the next day, he went to his bed. He laid there, and God says, did you check your mail? He says, no, I haven't had a chance to check my mail. He says, go check your mail. And he always left his mail on a little bit of dresser there, or somebody did. They dropped it off. And so he gets up, and God says, look at this envelope. Opens the envelope. There was enough money in that envelope, brand new bills, to pay the church off. He closed it. He slept like a baby. He was sleeping like a baby all along. Everybody was worried. They was going to kick him off uh, being the dean. The president of the college says, he's lost his marbles. He come out for breakfast, sit there, had the envelope in his hand. 
They looked at him. The board says, you don't got the money yet, do you? He goes, you count it. They looked at it. How did this come about? I heard the sound of abundance. I heard the sound of abundance. You know what he walked over to that church? With the elders of the college and with the students of the college. Can you imagine hearing all these people come up to church on Sunday? Because he says, it's going to be paid for. And he had the note, paid for. Walked up to the church because nobody came to the church anymore from the banks and tried to knock on the door because they says, what's going on? So he come in with the note, paid for. And walked in, and they had a revival because he heard a sound of abundance. God came on right on time. Aren't you glad God knows how to answer his word? The sound of abundance. Elijah heard the sound. He knew what God was saying. See, faith is not by sight, but by hearing what he says. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the churches in this hour. A sound of abundance. This is a year of witness. We're going to witness to see what God is going to do in this last hour. He's pouring out His Spirit. Church, let me rejoice a little bit. I see a window of opportunity that's coming our way. God is opening some mighty and wonderful things. You may have been in a dry spell, but God says, I'm giving you some rain. You may be in a spell that seemed like I'm emotionally drained. God says, I'm going to strengthen you. The Bible says, sometimes we look at small things, but the Bible says, do not despise the day of small beginnings. Lest, let us hope and wait for the great, for the great things that God is speaking as, as even when we're small. See, I don't look at it as small. People look and say, well, pastor, where's all the people not seeing? I don't look at that. Right. Nothing else. I see angels. That's right. Just like we heard about David. He heard them wrestling above the mulberry trees. And God says, I got victory for you. When you hear the angel band, when you hear the march of the angel soldiers going before you, that's the victory that you need. And God's saying the same to you today. If you will understand, God wants to strengthen you. See, the Bible says, when the rain came, the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And when he believed and he needed that extra strength, that was supernatural. See, this abundance is not natural, but it's supernatural. And God wants to pour out from his heavenlies. See, there's no defeat in heaven again. Let me say it again. There's no defeat in heaven. There's only victory. There's no lack in heaven. There's only supply. Thank you father go to your heavenly father and let him supply your needs according to his riches and glory we shall run and not grow weary for the supernatural strength of the lord will be upon us when we hear the sound of abundance when we hear what he says there's too many people though are wanting things by feeling they want healing by feeling I won't believe God's word. If I feel it, okay, I'll believe it. <laughs> they want blessing by feeling. Oh, I want to feel the goosebumps when I go to church. You know, I have church myself. I don't need anybody else to have church with me. Don't get on my cloud when you get to heaven. We're going to be rocking and reeling. We're going to move back and forth. 
Praise God. It's not by sights, but by faith. This is the faith that overcomes the world, church. I hear the word of God saying, there's a sound of abundance. I'm not done yet. Let me finish here, though. There was a blind man that heard Jesus coming. He sat along the roadside. The disciples says, be quiet. You disturb the master. You disturb the one that's coming. But he heard the sound of Jesus coming. He heard that Jesus was in the area. I'm telling you, Jesus is here. I hear, I hear him walking from seat to seat, breast to breast, shoulder to shoulder. God is here this morning. Jesus is walking. You know what that blind man did? He didn't get quiet. He cried out louder. Thou son of David. Now is the time we hear that the Savior is on the scene, that Jesus has arrived and he's here to bless you. He's here to give you abundance. He's here to give you what you have need of. Aren't you glad for the faith that he's given you? It doesn't come by sight. It comes by hearing. It comes by hearing. It comes by hearing what he says. And as you obey what he says, it doesn't look naturally like it's going to take place. But hear what he says. Abundance, abundance, abundance. Thank God heaven has got it for you, church. On the day of Pentecost, we've heard it before. Let's dissect it just a little bit. The Bible says they heard a sound. Why didn't they see it naturally? They heard a sound. You hear before you see. They heard a sound. Are you hearing the sound, church? Come on. Touch the neighbor and say, are you hearing yet? Maybe I need to pray for your hearing. You'll get it. And what happened? The sound of a mighty rushing wind. God's going to blow again, church. Amen. But it's, that was Pentecost. That's great. But we're living now. What's going to happen now? What happened then is going to pale in comparison to what God's going to do today. Amen. Right. I truly believe that. We're living in a world that needs to know that there's a God. Yes. But if we don't believe, how can they turn? If we don't trust, how can they turn? If we don't make it through and listen to God, how can they turn? We need to believe God that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. We need to believe God he's going to save my children. If ever a time we need a spiritual fight, today is the day. And the enemy knows that I've been fighting. And he's on a losing battle. He's on a losing case. We've won. The advocate's gone before me. The lawyer that I've got, Jesus Christ, is saying, I paid the price and I believe in him. Victory is mine, church. Philip went preaching at Samaria. And that whole city heard the word of God. The Bible said there were signs that started taking place. Healing started taking place. Demons started fleeing. It shook that whole community up. I'm telling you, God places here more so to shake this place up. You didn't hear me. <laughs> but I'm telling to the devil, you have been around long enough causing havoc. Set up a psychic place on Center Street. Ah. You may try to set up some territory, but you're about ready to be kicked out. That's right. 
Amen. You need to go around your home. I like what that movie was when, uh, was that War Room? Uh-huh. And that black lady, the realtor. Yeah. I like what she did. She got her mind made up and she started seeking the Lord. She was hearing some things. She went outside, took that Bible, and she goes, this house is under new management. We must understand we're under new management. His name is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The enemy will have to bow to his name. There is no other name given. That's what I hear, his name, Jesus. When I hear his name, the enemy's got to take a back seat. Thank you, Father. Let me shout just a minute. Sometimes I think we get worried about what somebody's going to say if I get too emotional. Sometimes I think we need to get a little emotional to show what God is doing in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. When Peter and John, they reached out to a man that was lame. He was not quiet. And everyone heard. Then they saw He was jumping and leaping and praising God. Even the Sadducees started hearing. Philip, that city was turned around. Some of you have lost loved ones. And I understand. And it's not easy when you lose someone that you love. They've gone to the grave. But if they're believers, that ain't the end of the story. Ain't no grave gonna hold that body down. Let me say that again. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Death has no hold upon the believer. Ain't no grave going to hold that body down. That's what I hear. I hear life, not death. I hear eternal life giving from God himself through Jesus Christ. I have those things. I'm here in a church. And soon and very soon, the rapture, Jesus is coming back after the church. Don't you hear what he says? Listen to the trumpet. Listen for the trumpet. He's coming back. A sound of abundance. Luke 10, 19 says this. You want to put that on the overhead there, brother? We'll wait till he gets it on the overhead. I'm going to read it. I want you to grasp a hold of this. This is something that God gave the church, the believer. There it is. Behold, I will give you authority. Say authority. Authority. To what? On serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Do you believe that word? Let me put some Rick Johnson on it here. (laughs) Serpents try to strike you with their head. Scorpions try to strike you with their tail. Heads or tails, we win. (laughs) Thank you, Father. You must understand whether you're up or you're down. Whether you're going through something, nothing shall hurt. We have authority, church. Isn't that what the word says? I've given you authority. I've given you authority. I hear abundance. I hear abundance. I hear abundance. Say that with me. I hear abundance. Glory to God. Glory to God. Didn't his word say that? Heads or tails, we win. Flip them all you want to, Satan. We still win. I know I have to put my own little two cents in. But it's good to know that God's given us. But we got too many people that have been pushed down, have been pushed down. And I'm here to tell you, I hear the abundance of God doing great and mighty 
things. Stand to your feet, if you would, please, over the building. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Let me shout just a little bit here. Mm, thank you, Father. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. No matter what happens, we win. You've got to put your priorities where they need to be. Listen. Quit listening to everything that the naysayers. Quit listening to what this or that. And let God be God in your life. Let God speak his word to you. He wants to speak to you. He desires to speak to you. Some of you have been discouraged, downhearted, because you've been looking unnatural. You've been looking at your emotions. You've been looking at your mental capacities. And you're thinking that it's not going to happen. But I'm telling you, you keep in a position that God wants you to be, and watch what God does. He'll pour out his blessings. Now, go back to Elijah just for a minute. Before the rain came, before it poured, he heard. Now, where did he hear that from? How did he hear something that hadn't taken place yet? But he already heard from heaven. He already heard from what God was saying. Some of you are looking too much on the natural and not listening to what God says. We need to listen to what he says. Should I go over and keep going from scripture to scripture? What did God say about us? We're more than what? You need to feed on that. You need to tell the devil that. You need to tell your flesh that. You need to tell your mind that I am more than a conqueror. All things are going to work out for who's good? Say that, my good. Say my good. You must understand that. Say I am the overcomer. I am the child of God. I am the called of God. Oh, aren't you glad that God's called you? God's anointed you, appointed you. It's time we wake up in this year of 2017. This is last Sunday of January. Can you believe how fast it's going? Things are moving too fast. You need to shake yourself. The enemy will keep you down, keep you bound up in your mind, in your heart. You need to believe what God says. I like what Brother Nathan said. He was up here preaching one Sunday night. And I believe he gave you prophecy over his own family. He says, my kids, my kids. Do you believe that, brother? You got to stand on the word. Some of you have been saying, well, if God, no, take the if out. And say, God will. God will. God will. Yes. Come on, tell your neighbor, God will. Glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Sound of abundance. Sound of abundance. Close your eyes all over the building, if you would, please.